Hello? What's going on, Matthew? Hey, what's up, D? How you doing, man? Everybody, this is Derek D. Wildman from Detroit Chess Killers Podcast, and I'm on here with Fide Master Matthew Stevens. Did I pronounce the name right? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. If you're familiar with this podcast, I have a lot of uh, chess players on, and uh, we discuss a lot of topics. For a lot of people don't know, you give some background on yourself. Go ahead. Uh, all right, Matthew Stevens. Um, 19 years old, about to start my my second year at Emory University. Um, I'm a FIDE master. My USCF is like 2350. Okay, okay, okay. Now, where are you from? Uh, I'm from I'm from Chicago. I was born in the suburbs, then I moved to Chicago when I was like 14. Okay, so you're born and raised in Chicago, right? Yeah. Okay, when did you learn how to play chess and what made you take upon this game? Yeah, I was like I was like five or five or six. Um my mom was trying to in, enroll me in some like summer camps and like it was a summer camp that had a bunch of programs. There were different sports. There were a lot of different sports. She was trying to put me all these sports, basketball, football, etc. But, like, she signed up late, so, like, none of these sports were available. And the only one available for me to do was chess. So, like, you know, it's kind of where I, like, actually learned, started learning how to play chess. And when, when I was in that camp, you know, I, I, was, I, was, I was losing everything le- left and right. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't give up. And, I, you know, even if I kept losing, I wasn't – it didn't, like – like make me feel down you know i just kept going with it okay okay now from that chess camp right i'm pretty sure at camp that's where you learned how to play chess moves. yeah that's like where i first learned when did you start playing tournament chess scholastic chess and do you remember like your first scholastic experience uh i don't really remember my my very first class experience i i, I think it was like oh seven Mm-hmm. 2007 so I was like 6 okay do you remember how it went for you uh I think my rating was like 300 mm-hmm. actually no it was 100 it, I, I think I lost every game so actually so it, it just went to 100 okay so but, you know I stuck with it <laughs> okay so let me ask you a question I know for me, I played Scholastic Chess. When did you start to realize that you were getting good at this chess game? Like, when did you realize you was getting good? Oh, in 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 '09, it was like third grade. Mm-hmm. There was this there was this big Scholastic tournament. It was by Susan Polger. It was like it was a K, K to three. It was like this big big seven rounder, and like I I wasn't really up there for like you know being expected to win um my my rating was like 1300 maybe there and there were like you know some 1600s in there a lot of people higher higher rating me and better than me but you know i actually i actually uh, came out with first place there and it was this huge trophy that was bigger than me you know i got i got six and a half out of seven and yeah that's when i realized like you know i was there you know i was able to pull off some some great some great wins against high-rated people and i'm also i'm also too 
like be able to maintain the stamina for a, a seven round tournament, which is not easy. Right, right. So you're a FIDE master, right? And I know in chess you have milestones, you have expert, national master, then FIDE master, I am. Take us to when you first broke 2000 and what was that experience? First broke 2000. Man, I remember that. Well, I'm trying I'm trying to think. I low-key... I low-key low do not remember. You don't remember? I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, it's no problem. No problem. Do you remember breaking uh, National Master? Becoming national oh, yeah, master? yeah. I remember breaking National Master. That was a struggle. I hit... My, my rating was 21... It's been... It was it was 2195, 2196, uh, 2197, and 2199 before I hit 2200. And then... So, see, I skipped 2198. I, I made it above Master. was above Master for a couple of turns and dropped back to 2198. It, it was a real struggle. Um, my my sophomore year, it was like the great nationals. Um, I uh, what happened? I like I was doing pretty good in this tournament. I had five out of six, and I, I put I put my stuff in the rating estimator. It said it said twenty two hundred. Right. So so that's why and like it wasn't gonna hurt my my high school team if I withdrew. So I was like you know I won't risk the round seven. I'll I'll just withdraw and make master. So later, later that night, um, the the final ratings came out, and my rating turned out to become twenty one ninety nine. Wow! And you know, you know, every everyone was everyone was on me. You know, the ro- the roasts were going nonstop, and it it was be- the reason why I did this mispa- miscalculation because even though my rating was posted as twenty one eighty eight, I should have put it in the rating estimate. It was like. 2187.7 that would have told me 2199 and I got played <laughs> um so, there's oh there's this other tournament I was like 2197 I wanted to play this little tournament to, for 2200 but I actually lost to I, I lost to a 131400 in there that took me down quite a bit you know wow so I struggled I struggled a lot Okay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Why do you think players, when they get to expert, they hit that wall and it's hard for them to break 2200? Mm, I think... I think master is the point where, like, you you really... You kind of need to start putting some work in chess. Like, I feel like for expert, you don't... You can, you can kind of just... You, you can kind of just play, and if you, like just keep playing keep playing keep playing and maybe some tactics here and there you you can make expert but for but for master i, I feel like you need a you need at least some some level you would need some level of opening preparation which re- requires more studying mm-hmm. and like some some chess players they don't they don't really like to study openings they they per, they would prefer to just like you know, maybe know the first five, six moves and have a okay position c- coming out of the opening. But knowing that much, it w- will just is just not going to cut it at higher levels. Okay, I was all, always told that breaking twenty two hundred, you had to have a positional game. Uh, some people could be some people could be strong attacking players. Say that again, 
I said some people could be strong attacking players that could. Okay. Which is fine. Okay. Now let's get into the good stuff. Lately, you you done broke out and became like this phenomenal player in the NBL. You got wins against Tulia Shetty. I watched you destroy Corey Aker. Uh, let's talk about you becoming like this bullet and blitz phenom. First, let's talk about the match between you and Corey Aker. How did that come to fruition? And I watched the match, and you clearly outplayed him. So just give me some background history on that. Uh, yeah, going going into the match, I knew like I, I was a big underdog. I mean, the guy, the guy has. Blitz rating apparently was twenty seven hundred, and like I don't, I don't know. He's probably done a couple other things, and yeah, people who wanted action on the match, like who were betting on it, generally wanted maybe two, three point spread for me, and so you know, I did, and I did some preparation for his openings. You know, I, I was afraid. You know, I knew I was in for a big one, so you know, I want to make sure. I, prepared you know and knew I was doing every game um and also you know we we had a little little banter back and forth so you know I didn't I didn't want to like get get blown at least not get blown off the board when you know I'm talking a little bit of stuff and you right. know chess is competitive you know people talk stuff you know they want to win it's part of the game right now I watched the game and you clearly majority game you played d4 and he played the budapest uh gambit and you just like to me 90 percent of the time just rolls him off the board you want to speak on it uh i wouldn't say i like i like rolled him off the board like there there were some like i i did i did good out of my out of my op- opening preparation which was probably like move 13 i like i like prep like rook c1 and b4 and i have this like queen side attack going on basically um he, he was he was able to he was able to like recover recover it a little bit because i think white is significantly better in that position and like you know maybe it'll be like an equal end game but wait say your question actually sorry but okay, I watched the match. It seemed like you was just calm. You weren't under no pressure, and uh, it looked like he was frustrated. I heard him cuss a couple times. Like yeah, you, well, you I mean, also, I think that's part of being in a cage. That's part. Right. Of being, that's part of being in a cage. I already was in there. I, I already was in there a month before, and I think, I think my first time in the cage, I was really nervous. You know, because you know, you know, like. People, people got money. People got money on you. You got money on yourself. You don't right. want to let people down. Also, like, you know, you 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 lose, and you don't want to see Nate Kelly posting on his NBL page the next morning that you know you got beat. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't want to see nothing of that. You know. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 talk about. It. Okay, after you beat him, I see that y'all playing again. So how did this happen? Was it a uh, Corey? Because I heard he didn't take it serious. I mean, what made you decide to play this guy again? Um, I'm I I don't actually have a, a match scheduled with him, but <laughs> but you know I, I saw on a on, I saw on a Facebook thread he's he's talking about how he has a he how he had a bad night and so and so I didn't take the match seriously I didn't prep like you know that it, sound it, like it, in well, yeah, regardless of, I mean, yeah, it is. 
like we we don't we don't do excuses and we don't do we don't do excuses it's just that's just not how it works and you know i i call I, so i called him out on that and uh you know we had a, we had a little more bit more conversation and um you know he wants a rematch and and maybe he'll take this one more seriously but bottom line i'm up for the rematch anytime i mean like i said on the uh not to cut you off i commented on the post from what i saw if y'all play again i still believe you're gonna win i believe it's gonna be the same results the only thing Corey can do is make it uh a little closer but i just don't see it. to me you clearly outclassed him and i just don't see uh Maybe I, I I just don't know. I mean, you want to elaborate on my opinion? Uh, you know, you know, going going into the match, like I saw someone ask Corey in the in the trash talk chat, like, "What score do you think you're gonna win?" He's like, "I'm gonna win 12-9," you know, and and like I don't know, I, I just I just don't want to think like that. You know, I'm not gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna blow this dude off the board. I'm, you know, I'm just gonna be like, you know, I, I have faith in myself. You know, I'm gonna come out to play, win or win or lose. I, I'm gonna come out swinging, okay. and you know I'm, I'm gonna just come out play my best. Uh, that was my mentality coming to this match. I just play. I just want to play my best. Okay. Now, also, you played in the NBL and you played on the Carolina team, which I got mm-hmm. traded. I got dropped for you, and uh, y'all end up. Yeah. Uh, no, no hard feelings. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> y'all end up making it to the finals in both of them, and uh. Well, I think William Grace made a comment outside of Mark that you're clearly the number two player in the uh, NBL league. Do you agree with that? No. Huh? No, no, no. no Why not? No, no. I mean, you know, I, I, I appreciate the respect. I'll take it, but I'm really not, you know. I mean, sure, you know, Paragua definitely, definitely the best player in the NBL. You see him, you see him putting, putting up 90 points in a blitz arena and you know if someone is averaging like 50 60 points in the blitz arena in the blitz arena not the bullet right wait wait no i i got that i got the reverse i'm saying let's see paraga puts up like 90 points in the blitz arena and if people are averaging 50 to 60 in the bullet arena they're doing pretty good and paraga's out here putting up like 130 in the bullet arena so you know he's a killer and yeah, we we know he's number one. Yeah, they saying you're number two. Yeah, so like, you know, I, I honestly, Otoyo probably better than me. Like, you know, sure, I beat him in that in that one uh one match uh, out of ten games. You know, I, I I played some great bullet in there, but you know, they, that was just one that was just one ten game match. I feel like honestly, like objectively, if we played a few more of those. He would probably take me down. You know, he's an eye for a reason. And uh, he and I told him on it. And I also told Grafe on this post. You know, he's sleeping on a end kit. You know, you know he's a he's a GM. You know, he doesn't he doesn't play around. And you know, I came out swinging in that bullet finals, but you know, Pulley came Pulley came to came to play. He, okay, he got let, me. let's talk about your match with Atula and you winning. How did that feel? Uh, that feel. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I was, I was surprised myself. You know, like, I, like I said, I always tell myself, like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna come out to play. I'm gonna come to, out to play my best. But like, on, on the low, you know, I was like, 
all right, let, let me try to hold my own the best I can. And I was like, you know, I put up four six against Mark, four four out of ten. And I was like, all right, you know, if I could get a score like that, you know, that'd be pretty good. And then just play my best. And then after four games, I come out with this four zero four four out of four in the first four games. I was like. I, I was shocked to myself. I was like, what, what kind of bullet did I come out to play with today? <laughs> right. I, I didn't expect that for myself. I was playing some great bullet. You know, I knew it was doing time pressure. I had, I was, I had great positions coming out every game. And, and yeah. Okay, I want you, I want to play a game with you. You're 2-0 and and your cage matches, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to throw some names out. Uh, potential people that I would like to see you play. I already have a I already have a match set up. Okay, okay. You you ain't gotta announce it. No, no, I, I was not gonna. Okay, but I just want to throw some names out and tell me, uh, what do you think? Uh, you, you know, I, I take all smoke. If someone wants to challenge me, then I'm there. Matthew Stevens, James Can. James Can. I mean, you know, if you like, I said, if you want smoke, I'm down. Okay. Anyone wants to I'm down. I'm, I'm just throwing names out there. But James Kenty is a is a respectable player, though. I know I know he studies a lot. Okay. Matthew Stav- Stevens versus Kevin Cupid, the guy who beat Daniel Jones. Kevin Cupid. I, I don't I, I don't know much I don't know much about. Him. He beat I mean, Daniel Jones. I mean, wait. What am I supposed to answer regarding? Kevin? I mean, I'm like, just naming out names like. Let me put it like this. Who do you want to play if you're not have haven't already played them already? Um, you know, I don't I, I really never have a specific player I want to play against unless like Nate Kelly set me up and you know I'm always down to play anyone or like I've been I've been talk talking a little bit with some I've been talking a little bit of trash with someone. Like I, I, I'm not I don't really I'm not really I'm not really gonna come for come at someone randomly. So, so you gotta know, like, like for example, I'm a still a Carolina teammate. Like Akash versus Mike, you know they go at it. You know, Akash uh, Maduri and Mike Auger. No, Mike from the uh, Carolina team. The same oh, team Mike Salaz. Yeah, Mike Salaz. Like that would be a good unfinished business match because they yeah. go, they go at it. Like, yeah, that could be that could be a good match for sure. Like you're sitting here, you're two and zero. You wouldn't mind playing the car. I mean, like in boxing and sports, you like to see good matchups, good exciting matchups. And they say playing tough competition will bring the best out of you. Who do you think that opponent would be? Um, probably probably the one I'm about to play. This guy is a good player. Okay. He- this guy, this guy is a good player, and you know, when you when you guys see like, you know, you guys will definitely think it's gonna be a good match. And I'll, I'll say, um, I think I think a lot of people are looking forward to seeing this being a match. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I I know um, you know, there are some people here and there that suggested, oh, Matthew should, Matthew should play this player. This could definitely be a good match. Right. So. I- you ain't gotta say his name, but do we got a title behind him? What do you mean a title behind him? His name is he a national master? You know, does he have a title? Oh, 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 um, Fide, Fide master like me. 
Okay, Fide Master like you. Fide Master like you. Uh, Josh Pasuma? Not gonna, not gonna answer. <laughs> you know, I just, I know you. <laughs> I just got, I just got to do it. Yo, yo, you're not getting that out of me. That's the most you get out of me. Fide Master. Okay, okay, that's that's good. That's good. Looking for, are you? Uh, official member of the Chicago Chess Blitzers, being that you reside in Chicago. Um, I, I'm not sure what the what the exact criteria is to be a to be a member of Chicago Chess Blitzers, but I have I have played a couple couple matches for them. Okay, okay, and uh, which matches were they? Uh, there was one against U Chicago, probably like. Third, probably like 14 15 months ago mm-hmm. um we won we won that in a in a landslide um you know so and i know like ccb has been winning a lot of matches so they're obviously a great organization i ain't gonna know? say on that i ain't gonna say that because uh, we got some folks in new york that say that they ducking them what you got to say about that oh um nothing because this is the first time i've been hearing about that yeah, so, so, so I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to give you some back history. Angel, sure. LaMail, Sean Martinez, a lot of New York guys I know feel like Chicago, the CCB, is ducking New York, and they don't want to play a team match with them because they're going to get outclassed and lose. Well, I I think um they should, they should, uh, CCB should just be taking all smoke, you know, if... if if y'all if y'all right that they're that they're ducking you know um i should i should put in a word put in a word with them tell them stop ducking yeah you know you know like are you familiar with i know you got to be familiar with the detroit crew yeah yeah we don't have nobody (laughs) so yeah (laughs) so Um, go ahead i i think like people should anyone should be down to play anyone um you know, I, I, you know, you're saying Chicago's ducking, and I'm not saying like you're, you're lying or not, but I'm sure there's like a, another side to the story, another side to the story. But you know, I think anyone should be down to play anyone. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying they ducking. I'm just saying that's what's been said. Now, don't get me wrong. New oh, York okay. and Chicago have played because Sean Martinez and Daniel Jones they played over the board, and then they played online. Then you had Angel Lopez. He played Akash online. Mm-hmm. LaMail played Remy online. But just the the 15 on 15 or however they do a team match. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's I feel that being a good match. Like, you know, some people feel like Chicago is ducking. And by the way, ain't Chicago actually playing an online match with Miami or Florida if I didn't miss it? Uh... I'm not. I I wasn't able to participate in that. The dates for for that were just not suited for me. But right. Yeah, I heard uh, that's a big match coming up on like August 10 or something. Right. You know, best of luck to them. Uh, I see a lot, lots of big guys in there. Right. Oh, and then that's what I was talking about. You also won uh, Joseph Gas and what March Madness Blitz tournament, right? Bullet tournament. It was a bullet tournament. Yeah. Yeah. You. I heard you went crazy. You went crazy. You beat Mark Hyman, right? Yeah. In the finals, yeah, and you know it's crazy. I picked Mark Hyman to win, so let's talk about. Do you even remember that tournament? How did it went? Um, I don't. I, I know. I mean, I remember like 
it was like best of three. Yeah. And uh, I know I was like the second highest rated behind Mark Hyman. And uh, yeah, Mark Hyman was Mark Hyman. He was a strong player. Like those. I remember those games were not easy for me. I'm just I'm just say this because you, you I see you very kind. You won the March Madness. You got the dub over Tulia. You chewing on your unfinished business. You on your Mayweather grind right now, man. You got to be cocky and arrogant with it. Just say, Corey, we play again, I'll be chats. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I want to, you know, he, he can play whenever you, I'll just say, um, you know, I, we can rematch whenever we want. Like, I'm down to for a rematch whenever. Set up by Nathan. I've told Nate Kelly, you know, Nate Kelly probably knows we, we want to rematch and whenever that can happen I'll definitely be up for it okay let me ask you a question much I'll say. Corey y'all do the rematch Derek your homeboy D who should I bet with bet on you right uh I have faith I have faith in myself so yeah <laughs> See, you, no 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 you need to tell me AD if you want to double your money bet with me cause I'm about to put hands and feet all okay on bet on bet, bet on me <laughs> Bet I got you. See, that's what I'm trying to get out of you because you know you're a better player. I saw it. I think I I played him in a lot of games. Okay, okay, okay. I think I think that is that's objective. That's that, that's objective. Yeah, yeah. In in that last match, I think I I played him in, in most of the games. Okay, okay. I mean, like to me, to me. You made his Budapest just look like horrible. Like you always had space to move your pieces. You was attacking and defending. I mean, you to me clearly look like you were the better player. The Budapest is a bad opening in general, especially especially when the, the person playing white knows, knows it knows it's coming. Like openings like that are just very very prone to some deep preparation. Um, I didn't really do anything special, but. You know, I didn't like do do like some move. I didn't like grind to move thirty, prepping every possible move. But you know, I I prepped to like move. I don't know, twelve or twelve, ten, twelve, and you know, I got a nice position. I like, you know, it's a blitz game. You know, like there'd be too much to calculate. Um, okay. You know, I'll just get a nice position coming out of like ten, twelve moves, and I'll do what I want from there. Maybe know a general idea. Okay, I'm I'm gonna bring a name up for you, George Lee. How strong is this guy? Uh, I mean, uh, I, he he's he's really strong. Um, you know, I think he's also two zero in his yep. unfinished business. Um, no, I, I I accept that he'd probably whoop me. Now you see, I was I was going there next, but you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always I'm always down. For you, you know, you've seen me in, in the trash talk chat and on Facebook. You know, I'm always down for smoke, but you know, there, there, there are some scenarios where, like, you know, I know hey, I, I might be biting off more than I can chew. Okay, so let me ask you another question Who do you think has a great chance of beating George Lee or comes close to him in strength, excluding Mark? Parava. Uh,. Did he play a Tulia? Yeah, he beat a Tulia. Oh damn! <laughs> uh, like it has to be an NBL or like. I mean, it don't, it don't have to be the NBA. Just any player you know. 
because the NBL needs to exclude Amari. He's nobody. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's a hard one. You know, he he, he doesn't he doesn't play around. Um, I don't, I know I know Angel was um trying to set up him versus Hands. I think that could definitely be a good match. Okay, if that happens, if that happens, who would you favor? Um, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think, I think like chess wise, hands is definitely hands is definitely favored. But or I wouldn't say definitely, but like you know maybe he has a little bit of edge. But I I think I think George has like an insane mental strength. I got it. I, I figured out who you playing. Are you playing Josh Coleman? Uh, you could ask Nate Kelly. <laughs> no, but if you all find out who I'm playing, I just realized that he's undefeated too, and he's a fide master. Not gonna get anything on me. Oh, you gonna plead the fifth, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna plead the fifth. You can <laughs> you can ask you can ask Nate Kelly or find one of his posts in the future. Okay, okay. Before I let you go and we finna end this, let's just talk about some of your uh, Carolina Reaper teammates, right? Yeah. Starting with JJ Lane. Give me JJ Lane. Yo, what do you think about J? I know JJ Lane's a funny, weird dude, crack a lot of jokes. Yeah. Give me- he, he's cracking <laughs> some nice jokes. You know, I would definitely. So, first thing I would say is he's definitely coach of the year. He's coach of the year. I I don't care if like you know we got zero, we got no. We 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 did we did really well for being in tenth place in both categories at like week six or seven, right? You know, and to already to already be in tenth place in both categories, um, and he's losing another what two hundred? How many points? I don't I don't know how many points you lose in blitz and bullet. But in addition to being 10th, you're losing that many more points by trading for me. And, you know, it just puts you in even more of a hole, even if, you know, sorry, Deej, um, they're trading for a better player. I mean, let's keep it real. I'm 1900. Yeah. Well, we 2200. You're 24 something. I mean, <laughs> that's common sense. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and not, not, not only that, um, we, of course, like if a player has had a bad performance in like the playoff or the arena, you know, and it happened, you know, JJ was JJ, you know, he always stuck with us. He was, he was like, you know, he basically told, you know, keep, keep your head up, you know, you got this, just keep going. You can play well the next time. And that goes, that also goes with all the other players on our team. You know, some, some of us may have had a bad performance, but we, we were, we were always there for each other. Right. And, uh, that, that was the case that was the case in the playoffs right like you know for example against against um Detroit you know some of us lost like our our board two Daniel he lost nine to one against Asuela but you know we have our other boards they were always there for us you know you know I I tried to hold up my best against Prague but you know I, I think I did pretty good for four out of ten right and you know our lower boards they all they also did really well right so our team is up but the bottom line um jj jj lang is coach of the year my man coach of the year now before i let you go we about to close this out yeah mike versus akash it has to happen 
unfinished business. It has to happen, right? I already know who's yeah. going to say who's going to win. But if they win, they play, and it happens. I know you're going to pick Mike because that's your teammate. Give me the score. Let's go. That's going to be a really close match. Cash can play now. Yeah. Mike the homie. Well, I... No, Akash is homie too. Akash is homie too, bro. Yeah. You know, I like Akash. Uh, you know, I would definitely favor Akash in the bullet. I would definitely favor Mike in the blitz. Okay. But, you know. So it sounds like 11 10. Yeah, that sounds like a, it's, it sounded like 11 10. Or, you know, maybe, maybe even an overtime, I think. Because I know. You know, Mike Mike Zelazny has actually come a come a really long way from when I first got to know him, which was when I got traded onto the Carolina Reapers. You know, right? And even even over like those, what is it, eight weeks? I've been part of the Reapers. You know, I've I've seen him I've seen him improve a lot. Like I, I know, like you know, for these playoff matches, he put in. He put in a good amount of work, like preparing, you know, maybe like he'll prepare the openings a little bit. He'll practice bullet. He'll do the coordinates test. He'll do the coordinates thing on Leech S. Um, you know, he'll he'll practice blitz game. He'll, pra- he'll practice training blitz games against other people. And, you know, it, that that's some that's some great work, work ethic. And with that work ethic, you know, he can continue to really improve. 11-10, Mike. Yeah. So, Mike versus Akash, it got to happen, right? Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know they were like talking beef, but you know, I don't think, talking... I don't think it's beef. I think it's uh friendly. Well, you know, it's like just some banter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, okay, they're talking smack. You know, if you're, they're talking smack, you know, it's only one way you can settle that down. And tomorrow, or that way, Lamel Mac. He plays Michael Auger. Now, if LaMail wins this unfinished business, he's going to be 3 0 too. You want smoke yeah. with LaMail? Mm, no. <laughs> you you said like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not disrespect. I'm not disrespecting LaMail, no, but, you know, I, I've beaten players in the cage that are definitely better than LaMail. <laughs> Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to disrespect. No, I'm, I'm not like, trying to disrespect. Where you coming from? I, I'm not trying to disrespect my boy, my boy Lamel, but you, you know, Lamel, he he has pretty good speed and bullet, and he's flagged me before. But you know, I I know I know I'll be able to take Lamel down. Who like, you think wins that match? Uh, Lamel and Mike. Um, I'm taking I'm taking Mike. You taking Mike? Hmm. Taking Mike. Yeah, I I actually went to the. I also went to the same high school as Mike Auger, so I definitely have to bet on Mike Auger. Okay, friendly bet, man. Friendly. Bet. I mean, it's it, between me and you. Yeah, I'm taking Lamel. Uh, we friendly twenty dollar bet. I cash out you. You see what I'm saying? I'm taking Lamel. Sure. Sure, we locked in. Yeah, we yeah we're locked in. Twenty. Okay. Cool. Twenty. I have I have Mike. You have Lamel. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. But, for sure, uh, I think it'll be a good, good match. Both, I know both of them have have great speed. Um, you know, I think Bullet could definitely be close. I think, but I think Blitz. I I would say Mike is 
Mike Auger is favored in the blitz portion. Okay. Okay. Well, I ain't going to hold you up, man. I, I really do appreciate you taking time out your day to come on my podcast. Uh, I just want to say hats off for you, to you because like you said, the last couple months, you just been on a tear. You see what I'm saying? Hope you yeah. continue to get stronger. What you, uh, looking forward to you become the I am in the gym next. Uh, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. That's, that's a lot of work. I believe you know, stuff. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a full time student, and you know I I kind of have the only way I've been coming back into chess is NBL, and I think like I've been getting closer to my prime form as I'm as I'm like practicing more blitz and bullet online. Okay. Oh. But, yeah, there's only there's only I, I mean I would love I would love to make I am don't get me wrong but you know as a full time student there's only so much work I'd be able to put in. Okay, appreciate. It. Now close us out. Anything you want to tell anybody the people that's listening? Mm, not really. Not really. I don't have much to say. Well, I, I'm a, I'm gonna close it out, man. This should be right. very D wild. I'm on here with Matthew Stevens, and he's looking for Corey Akers. So he's gonna push his muffin cap back blue again. He don't want no smoke. His game stank. He's soft. All that other <laughs> good stuff, right? He a bum, right? You told <laughs> yes, me to sir. bet with him. You told me to bet with you because you, you, you know what I'm saying? You 100% locked in on the money. Corey don't want no smoke. Tell him you're going to adopt him this time, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew, man. I appreciate it, man. Be safe and enjoy All right. your day, bro. Yeah, stay safe. Thank you. Thanks, man. All right.